Hello all, welcome back to Kairos, a podcast on financial planning where we talk about doing the right thing at the right time. Hello Sam. Hi Jaya and hello to everyone who's listening in. Some of you may have had a chance to look at our trailer and here's a special thank you for all the questions that came in. Right, so this episode is dedicated to NRIs where we answer all the questions on your mind. We know that being an NRI comes with a whole lot of benefits, but it does add a layer of complexity to your finances. And if you know how to handle this complexity, you can actually get ahead. So Sam, the first question for today is, I'm in my 30s. Is it too late to relocate to another country? Interesting. Uh, I think a lot of people do think about this at some point in their lives because, yeah. uh, I mean, in many families, uh, kids want to do their masters abroad and then probably work there for a few years. And sometimes even from the parents' side, they want to educate their children outside India, right? So uh, I guess if you've not had that experience or, you know, somewhere later on in life, you might feel that you want to try living outside. Uh, and then you wonder whether it's a good time to sort of shift. I think before we answer this question, we need to understand why people want to live abroad because Definitely. if your uh, if your goal is that you want to experience what it's like to live outside India, then that can't really be replicated, right? Whereas if you feel that you're doing it because there are better career opportunities outside, then maybe in certain cases that's true. But we also need to acknowledge that India is not like how it was, say, 20 years ago or 30 years ago, right? I mean, there are a lot of career opportunities here and life is different abroad, but not necessarily better in every respect. That's exactly right. And I think today we are in a very unique situation because we are in like a post-COVID situation. And that means shifting to another country comes with a different set of challenges. So we are seeing like in a lot of advanced economies, like joblessness, unemployment, these are like serious challenges that somebody needs to prepare for mentally as well as financially. Personally, like I've known a lot of my friends who graduated in the last two, three years where they have been struggling to find jobs or keep their jobs or they're talking about how competitive it is in their industry where there are like hiring freezes. And all of these are like very difficult things to deal with, like even if you're in your 30s, right? It's quite challenging. Exactly. People around are facing a lot of challenges amidst this pandemic and all that. Yeah. So I think the idea is that we need to learn to set the right expectation. Right. Uh, if you want to migrate later, that means you miss out on certain benefits. Like I think in a lot of places, uh, getting your citizenship is a function of how many years you spend working in that country. Mm -hmm. And if you start working later, that automatically means that if you want to become a citizen, then you have to work longer as well. And I think the easier thing to achieve is the resident status because different countries have uh, different rules on what or who qualifies as a resident, right? Right. And that affects the taxes and everything. Yeah, of course. And I think even in terms of what you can invest, what your retirement benefits are going to be, all of that is a function of your citizenship as well as your residency status. Exactly. So um, that makes a lot of sense. And like you said, life is different abroad and the decision to move is completely personal. And 
we believe that it's never really too late to set a goal and make it happen but all it takes is careful planning but what if the tables were turned what if you were living abroad in your 30s and want to come back to india in the next 5 to 10 years okay this is interesting but we've also discussed this in our last episode in right. a lot of detail right we talked yeah, about yeah. what an nri needs to do if they want to retire in india and i agree with you completely on the fact that careful planning is a powerful tool in helping you through all of life's transitions right. so whether you are someone in your 30s and you want to move out for the first time or if you're somebody in your 30s and you're thinking of coming back i think planning will help you in both of those situations because primarily you can't be sure about what you really want until you've seen all of those options right and right right yeah that's i ex- agree yeah and that's exactly what financial planning is about hmm. like uh i think if we were helping somebody migrate out of the country we would have shown them right that if you move this is what your potential like change in income is going to look like or these are the careers that you could look at and we'd also talk about how their savings in india would be deployed and what their global asset allocation would look like and similarly for somebody who is coming back we would have looked at different elements like you know what is their retirement corpus looking like uh, what are the goals that they need to provide for what difference would it make if they waited for say 5 years 10 years or 15 years yeah 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 so different scenarios and how things would work out for each of them exactly so we want to look at what happens when you move back in terms of both your career and your finances or if you move abroad for that same reason hmm. and what happens if you stay right uh, if you're living outside the country then how long until you have financial freedom or if you're living in india and you want to move abroad uh there are other routes also to get abroad right like um, some countries have an investment program where if you invest a certain amount in their economy you automatically are granted citizenship if you fulfill certain conditions so moving abroad doesn't necessarily mean you have to migrate for work uh, mm-hmm. there are different ways that you can get to another country and essentially you want to think also about the middle ground right in both cases i think sometimes when you want to come back it's mostly because your family is here and you're living by yourself in another country and when you are trying to move abroad as well you want to know whether you can take your family you may not be able to do it immediately but how long is that going to take is that really worth it and you want to find that middle ground yeah that's true the middle ground is the hardest place to find and most of the time it doesn't even look like the middle ground it just looks like everyone is compromising right yeah so on that i have another question so i'm sure every nri has thought of it at some point like where should one invest should you invest in the country that you are living in or should you invest in india or should you invest elsewhere altogether have you ever noticed that the question that everyone wants to ask is always the toughest one to answer <laughs> exactly i know that i think as an nra the the right answer is probably a combination of all three uh because yeah let's look at this from the lens of someone's financial goals right right um so basic question if you had a financial emergency where would you need to spend the money um so either in india or the country of residence depending on where the emergency happens i guess exactly so for example if your parents fell sick 
and they needed to be admitted to the hospital yeah you would be paying those bills in inr right right but if you fell sick uh, and you were living abroad then you would be paying your bill in whatever country that you're living in correct correct so i guess it definitely makes sense to have some savings in inr as well but does that mean one should maintain two emergency funds like one in each currency i think that would be ideal because then you're covered regardless of where your emergency is and when it happens okay because the last thing you want to deal with right when you're going through this is all of this like transfer fees currency rates making sure that like wire transfers go through the Can't whole point, yeah point, yeah the whole point of having an emergency fund is to reduce the financial stress when it happens right and uh i also feel like now that we've spoken about emergency funds there may be situations where you need to invest in another currency as well and i am sure you know when investors need to do this yeah so uh, i can give you some of the examples that i had like recently we were also helping one of our singapore based clients with their financial plan and they kept talking about how they wanted to send their kids to the us to study they had not decided about where they wanted to retire but this they were really clear about so for their children's education we allocated a portion of the investments towards the goal that's to be invested in the us markets exactly that's also something we would recommend to somebody who's a resident indian right okay uh, yeah because if you have goals in another country you need to find a smart way to invest in that economy because then your currency and your inflation risk at least to a certain extent are minimized and nris also need to look at their investment from a global asset allocation perspective uh, that's rightly said for an nri i think the biggest question is where they should retire is it better to retire in india or in abroad i think most financial decisions are personal decisions as well and if you ask me the best place to retire is wherever you want to retire <laughs> right and uh, so like broadly speaking i think this question comes up because of this concept known as geographical arbitrage right so you work mm. in a place where you earn a lot of money but you live in a place where the cost of living is low and through that like you have higher income and higher spending potential so we'd see a lot of people maybe who choose to work in the us and then come back to india for retirement but uh, retirement doesn't necessarily mean that you know that you have to come back to india i think sometimes if you move abroad and you really like your life there and you're pretty settled you might want to just retire there as well because things have changed for you on a personal level but retiring in an advanced economy doesn't uh, it's not like a freebie like it comes with its own challenges because most advanced economies have low inflation and while you might think this is not really a problem it basically means that the returns that you earn on your investments is also going to be lower exactly and in particular like once you're retired you're going to possibly want to keep a larger portion of your retirement corpus in debt or conservative investments and most advanced economies have negative interest rates and they have had net negative interest rates for a while now whereas like if you choose to retire in india you have to deal with 
higher inflation, you have to deal with currency depreciation, but you get this added advantage of like better returns. I get it. So I think there's a lot of factors involved and there need to be a right balance. But what if you don't know where you want to retire? Then plan for both scenarios. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, because you need to have a more balanced geographical asset allocation and uh, you can be more flexible as you get older and you decide or your options become clearer to you. Right, that's exactly where the planning comes into place, I guess. Yeah, exactly, because you know, the whole idea behind planning is so that you never feel like there's a gun to your head and that you're forced to make a decision. And you know, that you're like, oh my God, I have to decide today or I need to know immediately where I'm going to retire. I think planning is about keeping all of those doors open and then walking into the one with the best view. Yeah, I think planning is a lot more peace, right? And that's a really nice way of putting it. So should NRIs invest in India even if they're not planning to come back? Okay, tough question. Uh, I think the long and short of it is that, yes, you definitely should invest in India. And this boils down to something that we've mentioned a couple of times already in this episode, which is uh, global asset allocation. So India is an emerging market and uh, you need emerging market exposure in your portfolio because you want better returns. And India is definitely one of the better performing emerging markets. And it's not just us who feel this way. You could look at like the top global fund managers and they would also concur, right? Uh, so I think the things that are in favor for our country is that we have like demographic and economic factors that make um, India a great investment destination. And I think if you wanted to invest in India as an NRI, there are many options to do this. You could do this through foreign feeder funds or directly through mutual funds, uh, bonds, stocks, and portfolio management services. There are like a ton of options. So that makes a lot of sense. I think we have quite a few options that one can choose from. Uh, after all, India is home turf and most NRLs know the lay of the land. I'm sure this was a helpful conversation. If you want some help working on your global asset allocation, you can reach out to us. Let me quickly summarize the top five highlights from this episode. So the first and foremost is it's never too late to migrate out of the country. You just have to figure out why you're doing it, what the alternatives are, and what price you're paying for this transition. And as we kept talking about, financial plan is a very powerful tool that lays out all your options. Planning also highlights the consequences and advantages of choosing any one path. Also, NRIs should have a global asset allocation that invests in India, their country of residence and in the countries they expect to realize their financial goals. They should consider maintaining two emergency funds like we saw one for India and one for abroad. So there are advantages and drawbacks to retiring abroad or in India. So this is more of a personal decision working with a financial planner can bring out the monetary angle. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please share with your friends. Thanks for tuning in. See you next month. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Jaya. See you guys next month.